Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever episode of Welcome Home, a podcast by H6 Homes in Orlando, Florida. In this first episode, we get to know Eric and Alex, expert realtors with a desire to impact people's lives. This podcast explores market myths, discusses current events, and answers your questions. Their team is a young, enthusiastic group of real estate professionals who work on both sides of the transaction, selling and buying. In this episode, they answer the question, can a buyer go straight to a seller and get a better deal? Listen to find out the answer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Welcome Home podcast powered by H6 Homes. My name is Eric Mielis. I'm joined with my co-host and business partner, Alex Vasquez. Alex, what's going on? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Pretty great today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, it's our first podcast, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Something new, something uh, different. This has been in the talks for a really long time, and I'm so happy that finally we're here. Um, we had a vision of creating a podcast that would share insight, um, unbiased information with people in the community, buyers, sellers, um, friends, family, you know, us as real estate professionals, we get asked all the time about real estate. And um, we thought, well, how cool would it be if we released a podcast where we kind of just share a ton of information, valuable resources that can make an impact and benefit everyone that we come across in the community, and also share some industry insight, you know, yeah. uncover the veil, if you will, that this industry has created between the public and uh, sort of the real estate industry, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Total agreement. I know we've been talking about it for a long time, so... Let's do it. So this being the first episode, why don't we give the audience a little insight into who we are, just like a, a basic synopsis. We'll talk a little bit about what they can expect from future episodes, the structure and sort of the content we're going to share. And then we'll flow into um, some of the topics that we want to get into today. Love it. Let's cool. do it. So, uh, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself. Man. So, again, my name is Alex Vasquez. been in the business a little over 15 years. Um, my specialty in the business is not only helping people, but working with sellers. Love dealing with the seller side of the business. I feel it's a strength of mine. And um, just overall love really helping people accomplish their goals in the real estate industry um, without any kind of, um, you know, hidden tricks or anything like that. Just real real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. I like that. Real real estate. Real real estate. I like so it too. Maybe a little. coin that. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, as I mentioned, my name is Eric Mielas. I've been licensed since 2005. And, um, you know, coming into the industry, I always had uh, really a desire to impact people with education information. I consider myself more of an educator than, quote unquote, a realtor. I feel that my job when I'm working with clients is to provide them a platform of resources and insight and information, and then ultimately they can make the best decision for themselves. Um, you know, coming up through the industry, learning on best practices, I've seen a little bit of everything. I uh, saw the rise and fall of our local uh, market. 
market through the 2004 and 2006 era, and then that 2007, 8-ish to 2012 and the recovery. And during that time, I did a lot, man. You know, I was working on the short sale side of things, um, which is a funny story, and eventually we can kind of share yeah. how we sort of met before we met, if right. you will, right? Yep, yep. Um, you know, and I learned a lot about really helping people during that period of time during the industry. And then ultimately, um, I'll never forget through a mutual friend, we got connected and that was the start of sort of our journey as a team and a partnership. Yeah, absolutely. Your story is very similar to mine. You know, we, we started in the great time, uh, unfortunately had to go through the bad times, but I think that's the reason why we are the agents that we are today because we saw both sides and we yeah. understand. Yeah, so, totally understand. Yeah. Cool. So we own and operate a local real estate company by the name of H6 Homes. Yep. And the goal of this podcast is not to so much focus on H6 Homes as a whole. Correct. Um, but just to give them a little bit about our company and what we do in the community, why don't you share just a little bit about our team, sort of our production level, so they know who we are from a real estate side of things. And then we can kind of get into today's sort sure. of topics. So H6 Homes is a group of young enthusiastic real estate professionals we um, work on both sides of the transaction selling and buying and again like Eric said we um, are focusing on educating our clients so that they can make the best decision possible we average about 150 transactions per year um, you know we teeter roughly around the 30 million dollar mark just under hopefully we'll hit that that goal this year in volume um, so we you know, we focus on just doing what we need to do to make sure that our customers have the right options in front of them and can achieve their goals. Um, and we don't we don't waver from our standards. You know, our standards, I think, are pretty high. Um, client customer first, honesty, integrity, transparency and world class service. Yep, absolutely. Good stuff, man. Um, also, sort of the best thing about H6 Homes, I feel, is our partnership and uh, also having a friend. Uh, I know I'm about to get a little uh, airy-fairy, as they call it. <laughs> but um, to have a business partner and a friend, um, I think our relationship is 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 a fantastic one. Yeah. And uh, it's a good flow. It's a good energy. And I think our clients appreciate that, too. You know, yeah. it's not just business. We do have a true friendship and partnership together. Yeah, I yeah. think that comes through in, in every transaction we work and people see the genuineness yeah. of our friendship yeah. and, and partnership, yeah. absolutely. And I'd like the audience to know that I'm, I'm quite upset with Alex. Um, prior to this show, uh, he was talking to me over the phone at Chick-fil-A and I spilled a little sauce on my shirt and it's kind of upsetting to me. But nevertheless, well, I, and that's typical of you and yeah. distracting exactly. me all the time. I'm yeah. glad that no one on this podcast can actually see his Sure. <laughs> the Welcome Home Podcast is sponsored by H6 Homes, innovative thought leaders in the residential real estate industry. Check out h6homes.com to learn more. So um, let's get into a, a portion of the show where we're going to call Market Myths. Yeah. This is a portion of the show where we're going to dispel some myths that are out there. Mm -hmm. And or share some insight and some more information to help clarify what um, people might think they know about a particular topic in the market. I okay? love it. Yeah. Great. So I thought it was perfect because I have my daughter staying with us. She lives in New York. She surprised me this week. She flew into town and uh, she'll be 25 in December. And so we started talking about real estate and she shared her desire to buy a home in New York soon. 
And upon speaking about that, um, obviously as a business owner of a real estate company, I was sharing some insight and she says to me, you'll, you'll find this funny. She says, well, I'm not going to use a real estate agent. I'm going to go to the seller direct and buy a home so that I can save some money. So she wanted to go straight to the seller or the seller's agent? She in her mind, she thought straight to the seller. Huh, interesting. Okay. I clarified a couple things, and then she says, okay, well, then I'll go straight to the seller's agent. Okay. And so I pose the question to you for today's market myth. Can a buyer, if I'm out there looking for a home, and you have a listing on 123 Main Street, can I go straight to you on my own and save some money and get a better deal, quote unquote, by going straight to you to buy that house? Great question. And so this happens a lot, and I work on the seller side, like I said. So the answer is, there's, there's two answers. Yes, you can come straight to me. However, I don't believe it's in your benefit to do so. The reason why I say that is because the seller hires me or a an agent that represents them to work in their best interest, right? So, and I know in some states, there's something called dual agency where you know, you can represent both sides of the transaction and become a transaction agent. Um, and so Florida is one of those states where that is allowed. There are certain states it's not allowed. Um, but even then, you know, my job is to work in the best interest of the seller to get them the highest dollar possible for their home and represent them fully. How can I clearly do that for both sides? And so that's what I would advise a buyers or a buyer that came to me directly with that train of thought. Um, and it happens all the time. And I, the first question I ask them is, do you have an agent? And if you don't, why don't you? Um, and I explain the reasons of the benefits that they should probably have someone that works in their best interest. So let's, let's unpack it just a little bit more. Cause I think there's some information that I think the audience would appreciate learning. Yeah. So you as our resident seller expert, you are an expert in working with sellers and listing homes. Mm -hmm. When you sit down with a seller prior to that home hitting the market, you have presented to them your value proposition. Mm -hmm. They have trusted you to hire you and our team. And in doing so, you have them sign a listing agreement, correct? Correct. Okay. And in that listing agreement, you and the seller have come to terms with a compensation commission plan that they will pay you in return for the services you provide, you provide to them, correct? Correct. All right, fantastic. So, and part of that commission, share with the audience how that works. Whatever the number is, right. tell us a little bit about what it looks like when you actually bring that home to market and then make it available to the public and other agents who are working with buyers. Absolutely. So whatever commission is agreed upon in the listing agreement, um, nine times out of 10 gets split down the middle 50-50. So if we use a, a 6% or a 5%, whatever that number is, it gets split 3% or 2.5% down the middle, and half of that commission gets marketed uh, with the property as a buyer's agent split or commission. So that's what a buyer's agent would earn if they brought a buyer that successfully closed on a transaction. The other remaining 3%, would go to age six homes, right? And we would split that uh, amongst ourselves for our services and our uh, work that we performed for that transaction. If a buyer came directly to me, there is no discount per se. There is no uh, split 
in commission where they'd get a better deal, quote unquote. And that's, I think, the myth that we're, we're trying to clear up, right? A lot of people think, well, if I go straight to the seller or the seller's agent, I'll get a discount on the house because uh, I'm, I'm eliminating someone. What they don't understand is that number's already built into what we're already doing. And so, uh, and I know we'll get further on into this in, in our podcast, but um, that also goes with, a, a, you know, new construction as well and a lot of other areas of real estate that we'll, we'll uncover later. I'm sure. Funny you say that. So um, I, 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 I do a lot of studying mm-hmm. and research and speak with a lot of colleagues in the industry. And so on the message boards, Facebook, um, there was a post of an agent who was very upset. And what happened was he took his buyer to new construction. It was a builder locally, and the builder was offering to pay $6,000 in closing costs. So picture this for the example, in the sake of the conversation, home purchase price was $300,000. Builder was offering to pay $6,000 closing costs if the buyer used the builder's preferred lender, right? We see that all the time. Absolutely. So the buyer, in this instance, tells the builder, um, well, I have my own lender. I don't need yours. And if I don't use your lender, why don't you take the six grand you were going to offer me and take it off the house? So the house essentially should be 294, correct? And what do you think the builder's answer was? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. And the buyer could not figure out, I should say the buyer's agent could not come to terms on why that is. If the builder was already advertising $6,000 in closing cost concessions and the buyer chose not to use the lender, why don't they just take that, that six grand off of their purchase price? Is that a question for me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll answer that really easy. So imagine the, the neighbor next door to that house they're buying bought that house for 300000 And then the builder made this deal with this new buyer and right next door sold the same exact house for two ninety four. That would negatively affect Number one, the community, right? Sure. It wouldn't be fair. You sold one at, at 300, one at 296. And secondly, it's already built into their pricing. So there's no benefit to the, the builder to do that because they'd be, I guess, for lack of a better term, chopping off their own feet, right? Because they wouldn't be able to continually maintain a standard of rise in prices throughout the community, which is what typically builders do. Sure. So I hope I answered that correctly. Yeah, you did. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, I love it. I think this is a, a cool segment. And uh, again, we can elaborate more uh, if the audience wants to send some inquiries and we can definitely yeah. touch on this in future yeah, shows. But um, I, And I'm most certainly going to tell my daughter to listen to this episode so that she doesn't uh, yeah. <laughs> go direct to the seller's agent. Yeah, because it, it's no benefit to, yeah. to anyone. You yeah. Know? So right. yeah, she really needs representation. So with that said, let's get into sort of a topic discussion. And this portion of the show, we will sort of bring about things in the news, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, trends, uh, market events, things like that, that we feel will be useful for the audience. So I want to ask you, um, this week I took a class at our local um, association, our board of realtors, mm-hmm. and it was a fantastic class. Four hours, it was long, but the instructor was, the instructor was great, and it was on market statistics. And so I want to ask you, are we in what's called a buyer's market or seller's market? I think we are actually in now a buyer's market. We've exited the, the seller's market, I think. Um, I think we're actually trending into that direction. Hmm. Um, even though inventory is low, we are seeing the seller's homes in a certain price point linger. Hmm. which gives the buyer a little bit more power. Um, 
And so they have a little bit more uh, negotiating room, I think. I think buyers and sellers market change throughout the year, um, you know, depending on the time of the year. But um, I think that's that's my opinion of it right hmm. now. So I'll politely disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> I like you like the polite yeah, word, right? Of course. It makes it better, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but wh where I do agree with you is it's not so clear cut as a blanket statement across mm -hmm. the board, buyer or seller market. Mm -hmm. I think you know this, and where you were probably going. I don't want to speak for you, but it's it depends on the price category of the buyer Correct. and the market. I, I, so I let's take that. for example. Um, I believe it's a seller's market, right? And why would I say that? Because inventory is below three months mm -hmm. for our local MSA, right? Our, uh, our service area. And um, a normal market trades between six months, five to six months. And when I say normal, that's uh, an equilibrium, a balance in the marketplace, okay, with inventory. It's so skewed. We're at under three months, which means there's limited availability of inventory. There is tremendous buyer demand through several reasons, increased rents, low interest rates, availability for financing, which drives buyer demand, all competing for a small share of the market, right? And so you take 250 and under, House hits the market in halfway decent condition, it's gone, yeah, right? That's okay. why I said certain price points. Yeah, right. so, absolutely. So I love that. So then where are you seeing the price category where it's becoming a buyer's market and elaborate why that is, if you will? Yeah, because of everything you were saying. So I think anything under 250, 275, you put it on the market, that inventory is very limited. And so there's tons of buyers out there. Why? Because interest rates are very low and there's not a lot of options for them. And so that sector of the market is definitely a buyer's market. However, we have listings in the above uh, 500 range that um, are definitely not in the buyer's market range. And so those houses tend to linger a little bit longer. Their price points are dropping. Price reductions are more common. Mm. Um, and that is because that category of buyer is not as in demand, I guess, right now. But that property is not in demand right now. And so those buyers have more negotiating room than they did during the summer. Perfect mm -hmm. example, we had a, a listing this summer, 5,000 square foot home in the 700s. Summertime, it sold uh, 30 days. We had it sold. We listed one, same, similar floor plan, similar home, same neighborhood. Um, it took us six months to sell, um, and we just have it under contract now. So that market is slower, and price reductions are more common. So I think it's a little bit of both. Sure. So oftentimes we'll get from both buyers and sellers a question on, is now a good time to buy or sell? And oftentimes that question is in relation to trying to, quote unquote, time the market. In your opinion, can you time the market? I don't think so. I always think it's a great time to sell because if it's priced properly, marketed properly, um, there's a buyer out there all the time. There are slower times of the season, you know, holidays, things like that, where people are not as uh, eager to close on a home, maybe, you know, Christmas, those type, those type of holidays. 
But I think it, if you're ready to sell a home and you do it properly, there's always a buyer out there looking. And so, you know, again, I'll, I'll say what I always say, which is it depends on the time of the year, but there's always, it's always a great time to sell or buy a property. I heard a great quote in, in regards to this, and they said um, in relation to timing the market, uh, something to the effect of uh, you'll only know after the effect. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you only really know if you, if you quote unquote time the market well after you've completed the sale or, or, or market, you know, the, the ones that sold in 2005, six, and then look back, they say, holy cow, thank God I got out. Yep. Right. Yep. After the fact, when they look back is when they realize their timing was great. Exactly. The people that held on and then the financial collapse happened and it's 2008 and they can't give it away right they realize holy cow that you know man i held a little too long right you, you know so yeah you don't know what you don't know right you don't know what you don't know yeah. you know so yeah um but all all good things i uh i think there's several pieces to that discussion and it all really in my opinion falls back on what the individual's goals are mm -hmm. right not everybody is the same some of the things that we discuss uh, again, they're generalized, but people have varying factors that contribute to their motivation, desires, needs, um, and different things that go into whether they're going to have to buy now or can they wait? Um, does a seller have to sell now or can they wait, right? Job relocation, a growing family, um, maybe a downsizing company or loss of job creates circumstances that feed into ultimately the motivation behind their decisions. And a buyer, you know, a buyer might have a, a, a looming lease coming due in 60 days and they got to go yep. and they're ready versus someone that's got seven months and they can kind of take some time Sit and there's and no wait. real, real factors that are driving them to have to make a decision right away. So, right. you know, in my opinion, it always goes back to let's learn a little bit more about that particular person's needs, desires, goals, mm -hmm. and then build a customized plan that's going to help them reach that. You know? Absolutely. One thing I do want to say before we, you know, move on about what you just said. Um, for a buyer, knowing that they have six, seven months, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because you can take your time, study the market, and kind of look for options. For a seller, if they know they have seven months to sell, some sellers think, well, I can overprice my house because I've got seven months to sell it. And so that can work as a negative hmm. because if you overprice your house thinking, I've got seven months to sell, someone will come in the next seven months. What will happen is the market will show that listing as cold and stale. So when agents go look at that home, it's been on the market for, you know, 140 days or whatever. It'll make the property look stale. So there can be a negative effect for a house lingering that long or a seller thinking I've got seven months or six months to sell it. We'll just see what happens. So we can talk more about that sure. probably later too as well. Cool. So in, in unpack, uh, in, in giving some words of wisdom on this topic of buyer slash seller market, things like that, some takeaways that the audience can have ultimately from me and I'll, I'll let you go in a second. I would say, um, sit down with a qualified professional, and someone that you can build a rapport with, a relationship, and put some trust in, and let them listen to your particular needs and goals, and then put a plan together on how to achieve it. 
Uh, I think that's the right guidance. I think that's the right way to go about potentially um, helping you reach your goals as it relates to real estate. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say the same. If you're considering buying or selling, sit down with someone that is a professional that understands uh, the local market and that comes prepared to answer questions, you know, have a whole bunch of questions ready for that agent and make sure that they can represent you properly, whatever side of the transaction you're on. Fantastic. Yeah. So in wrapping up, um, you know, where can uh, the audience find us if they have some more questions as it relates to this topic or they want to just in general, just talk some more real estate with us? Yeah, well, we can be reached at an, in a number of different ways. Facebook, H6 Homes. Yep. Um, Instagram, H6 Homes as yep. well. H6Homes.com. Yep. And um, or they can reach out to us via phone really 321 is my number 321-443-3483 and yours 407-383-2189 absolutely cool fantastic well listen thank you it was great i think this is a a good first show yeah absolutely i hope the audience agrees yeah thank thanks so thanks there you have it folks you can go straight to the seller but it's not in your benefit to do so you don't get a discount by eliminating the middleman The number is actually built into what they're already doing. The seller hires an agent to represent them and work in your best interest. If you're buying or selling or just interested in learning about real estate, be sure to tune into more podcasts by H6 Homes. Thank you so much for listening to Welcome Home, a podcast sponsored by H6 Homes in Orlando, Florida. You can find H6 Homes online at h6homes.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at H6Homes. Thank you so much for giving them a warm welcome home. Goodbye.